Welcome to the Heritage Free Will Baptist Church podcast. We are so glad you tuned in. If you haven't already, please subscribe. and That way you'll be alerted anytime we add new content. Also, if you haven't already, please share with your friends. Now, let's get to today's topic. Hey folks, just wanted to spend a, a few minutes with you and maybe, um, I don't know, maybe give you something different to think about or maybe um, challenge you to look into God's Word. Uh, it may simply just give you a diversion from the monotony of your day, regardless. So let me start off by telling you how I come to this thought. So... Uh, yesterday, Sal and I were going over to my dad's to take him some food and stuff and mainly take him some ice cream because he loves cookies and cream ice cream. And, you know, at this point in his at his age and what's going on, you know, it makes him happy. So we're happy to get it for him. So Sal goes in the store, gets the ice cream, uh, comes back out, and she has a nice cold bottle of water. And I remember distinctly it was Fiji water because it had that squarish bottle. Not that that's important. But she looked at me and she goes, "Um, would you like a drink of fresh water? I don't know why all of a sudden my mind does what it does. But I looked at her and I'm like, do you think you might want to rephrase that question? She goes, what do you mean? I mean, can you really offer me fresh water? Excuse I'm not following. Well, here's the point I was getting at. In Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 9, it says this, What has been is what will be, and what has been done is what will be done, and there is nothing new under the sun. Verse 10 says, Is there a thing of which it is said, See, this is new? It has been already in the ages before us. Now, so you know my thought process, I just suddenly remembered this passage. And I was like, You really can't offer me fresh water. Neither can anybody claim to have fresh water It's just water. Now, there is dirty water, there is clean water, there is distilled water, right? Uh, Spring water, all that stuff. But did you ever think of the simple fact that the water you drink today has been in existence? It was the same water that flooded the earth. It's the same water that was present when Noah was in the ark. It's the same water... Um, that was present when Jesus was baptized by John. I mean, the water has always been. There's no new water. Now, we know water runs in a cycle, right? So we know that the water uh, within our bodies, we're like 70% water or something like that. And so we know that, you know, water evaporates out of us. Um, Well, you know, and other ways, but Water evaporates uh, from us, you know, when we're out, we're sweating. Um, When we are buried in the ground, moisture leaves our body when we're dead. Um, You know, water evaporates out of swimming pools, out of lakes, out of the ocean. So this water is in a continuous cycle, right, where it goes up, evaporates up, 
and then comes back down in the form of rain or snow or some kind of precipitation. Uh, then it soaks into the ground uh, and just this continual process of water. Now, I'm making something that's probably more, a lot more complex, very simplistic, but you get the idea, right? There's nothing new under the sun. And so even the water that we're drinking is water that always has been. It may have been in a different form, but it's always been. When I'm teaching heating and air conditioning, I talk about the fact that we cannot create new energy. All we do is take energy from one form and transform it into a different form. We'll take the energy that is in natural gas. We'll, you know, apply oxygen and a, you know, a spark or, a, or a, you know, a way to light it, if you will. And then there's a chemical explosion that happens. So that energy that's bound up in that gas now explodes. Uh, and we call it fire, right? It lights up. Uh, but still yet, that's actually a, a chemical explosion that's happening. And so now we're taking that energy that is in that natural gas and we're transitioning that into a different form uh, for heat and using that heat to heat our homes. But the fact is, it's there's no new energy. The electricity... We talk about generating electricity, but we're still having to use another form of energy, right? So these hydroelectrical plants are using the water's energy, that water that is moving, and taking that energy and using that energy to turn a turbine, which is now mechanical energy, and using that to spin a magnet inside of a coil wire. And so now, you know, we are, are quote-unquote producing electricity, but all we're doing is taking that one energy form and moving it into a different energy form. But we're not creating it. We're just transforming, transitioning it to a different format. And, uh, you know, so you may be thinking, this guy has totally lost his mind. Our pastor's off his rocker. He's talking weird stuff. He's been locked up in his office way too long. And I'll be honest, my office is getting smaller every day. At least it seems that way. But it... it it takes me back to God and to understand that, you know, I as a man, as a human being, have so little power. But my God has all the power. I mean, every, all the energy that is was created by him. I cannot, I, I, I cannot make it. Uh, I can just transition it. I, I can't produce it. He already did it. And there's nothing new under the sun. So water has always been the water that was that he created. When he created the heavens and the earth and then he created the waters, all of that is still what is. We as man, we may take, we may take uh, iron ore from the ground and, and, and now fashion it and form it into something different to make our tall buildings. And we look back and look what I created, but... I had to use the very materials that was given to me by God. And all I did was take the materials that was already established and given by him. And I just fashioned it into a different look. Concrete starts as rock, gravel, beat down into a dust. And then what do we do? We mix water with it and sand and we create concrete. But guess what? Without the materials that God gave us, we don't have anything. And I just, 
it just makes me see his his vastness and you know how and his majesty and his ability to to do what we can't he's able to make and create that which we cannot and there's nothing new under the sun we as man are just merely taking things and reshaping it a little bit different it was god that gave us all these materials it is god that gives us the knowledge to do these things and to know that you know he has blessed us and made us a steward of this earth that's what he told Adam. He, he gave Adam dominion, you know, over these over the, the land there when he gave, you know, in the garden when you read Genesis uh, 1 and 2. And so what, what was just a question of whether I want to drink of a nice, cool, fresh bottle of water, uh, you know, became this theological ranting in my brain. But I come back that there is nothing new. It has already been before us. And so when I look at the time that we're in, you know, think about what's been before us. Have they been through times where the government was corrupt? Absolutely. Has there been times where they've gone through plagues or where sickness has wiped out uh, a lot of folks and, and, and there was a scare of it spreading because it was contagious? Yeah. You know, have there been times of medical breakthrough to help these things? Yeah. Have there been times where everything points toward Christians being persecuted? Has that ever happened before? Yeah. And so we're not sitting in, we're sitting in a time that's new to us, but every day is new to us because we've never been in this day before. And when I get to tomorrow, it'll be a new day again. And so, you know, every day is new for us, and it does bring its challenges, but it doesn't challenge God because he already knows. And there's nothing new. There's nothing that surprises him. This stuff doesn't catch him off guard. He'd be like, man, what am I going to do now? He's God. He already knew. He knows time from the beginning to the end. You know, we think of eternity. We can't see the end of eternity, but God can. And so nothing surprises him. Nothing, obviously nothing scares him, but nothing catches him off guard. And so I'm reminded of just how, just how powerful and just how big God is. Of course, I'm reminded that and it just came from a simple question about water. But just to think that there's nothing new here. And this time that we're in, here's what we can be sure of. It's the same thing that we could, it's the only thing that we could be sure of in our lives at all. Right? This one thing is that God is and will always be on the throne. And he is God. And he absolutely knows everything. So we don't have to wonder. We don't have to worry. We just have to live and move and have our being in him. And when we live in him, then we know that we're not bound just by this life alone. Is that when our life ceases to exist on this side of the earth, it'll exist 
and remain still yet in his presence. So when I live and move and have my being in him, I'm living in his presence, keenly aware that he is God and that I am his and he is mine, not because of anything that I've done, but because of his riches of in grace and mercy that he's bestowed upon me. But when I live and move in him, then what happens in this world does not scare me. Why? Because I am in him. I am walking in his presence. And if they take my life here, I will just continue to walk in his presence. But then I will see him. Right now I'm walking by faith. But one day we will cross over and we will see him. And we will continue to walk with him. Can you imagine what's going to be like? Bible says that Adam would walk with him in the cool of the day in the garden. And imagine when, when God drove Adam and Eve out of the garden and they no longer were able to, to be with him and to walk with him. You know, that was what they really lost. They lost their ability. They lost the honor of walking with him in that same way as they once did. To be able to just have God take you by the hand and to walk in his presence. But one day, when we get to glory, we'll be able to do just that. We'll be able to do that which Adam did in the garden originally, which is to walk with God. Not by faith, but by sight. And in his presence, in our new bodies that he gives us. God is huge. God is larger than and able to do more than we could ever think or ask. So let us love him. Let us worship him. And let us live and bask in his presence because we can do that when we walk in the light. Let us walk with him. Let's pray. Father, we love you. And Lord, sometimes it's good, Lord, just to talk out. Lord, just to just to, to, to verbalize, Lord, the beauty of your presence and the beauty of your being and your majesty and the power that you have. Lord, to know that everything that is was because you spoke it into existence. And to know, Lord, that, that you're that same God that spoke the world into existence. And yet you spoke me into existence and you know my name. The power you had to create the earth and all the planets and galaxies and yet you still take the time to know me and to love me Lord your love is amazing and I am in awe of you God I ask you today Lord if someone is hurting maybe if someone is doubting maybe someone just may be discouraged or Lord maybe even just slipping into depression. Father, I pray today, Lord, for them, and I pray for your word, Lord, to just... Um, Father, I pray that, that that someone, Lord, that you will send someone, or Lord, somehow through some way, Lord, through your abilities that we know that are beyond our capabilities to even imagine how you could do it, but Lord, that someone would speak hope to those hearts that are hurting today. Lord, maybe those hearts will never listen to this podcast. They may never pay attention to what we're doing. But, Father, I pray in some way, some form or fashion, that, God, that you would 
in your miraculous way, speak hope and love through someone special to that person who is hurting, that person who is depressed, that person who is struggling. And the God that you would renew in them, Lord, uh, just renew in them, Lord, by your Spirit, um, Lord, a, a resolve to just continue to trust you and continuing to walk with you. And Lord, Lord, we just pray today for all those out here who don't know you at all, who, who are lost and undone without you. Father, I pray, Lord, today for their souls. Lord, you would spare them, uh, Lord, until they've, uh, until they've had a chance, Lord, to, to, to hear your gospel, Lord, from someone that they trust or love. And Father, if that someone is one of us, Lord, if that someone is, is me, then Father, I pray, Lord, that you open the door of opportunity, Lord, that we may be able to deliver, Lord, the hope that is in you. Lord, we love you today. We just pray today, Lord, in the name of your beautiful son, Jesus. Amen.